And there's a lot of fear that when you think about that one moment where someone's hanging their shoulders, hanging their head, and when they have been asked by a safe person, when was the last time you're happy? They actually are honest for the first time, maybe in their entire life, to say, I don't know if I can find a time. I do what Amelia said, which was acknowledge where this fear is coming from and the past experiences that are leading to this, and then just showing enormous gratitude. Most of us are looking for hope, answers to the madness, certainty that we'll be okay, and someone safe to help guide us through the most challenging parts of our lives. In a world that's changing and evolving every single day where chaos, uncertainty, and cycles we never chose wreak havoc on our lives, it's easy to feel lost, hopeless, and scared of what the future will hold. Evolve Ventures is here to provide that hope, direction, and data-driven strategies to growth-minded human beings just like you every Monday and Thursdays, where each new episode is filled with vulnerable stories, interesting lessons, and simple tools you can use that will help you evolve into the person you were always meant to be. My name is Amelia. And I'm Bianca. And as the co-founders of Evolve Ventures, we are so grateful to be a part of your evolution. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. It's Bianca. And this is Amelia. Welcome to another episode of Evolve Ventures, where we are helping growth-minded humans evolve by breaking one limiting belief at a time. We hope you enjoyed the last episode, number 201, Motivation Monday, how to overcome your fears and get what you want. For today, 202, are you scared to be happy? Amelia is going to get us started. So this concept, I think, can it can hit a couple of heartstrings for a plethora of different people. So plethora. My plethora. Uh, I hope <laughs> that in this episode, my intention is to help create a psychologically safe space for every single one of our listeners to honor whatever fear might be present around happiness, joy, foreboding joy, as Brene Brown says, Ooh. and deep, deep reservoirs of fulfillment. And I want to start by kind of having one of the conversations, many actually, of the conversations that I've had with individuals who I'm so fortunate that open up their heart, their soul, their their life, their minds, their deepest parts of their their thoughts to me. And I'm so fortunate to be able to have such a close journey with so many people in our Evolve community, clients, friends, people. And and as you get closer to people, sometimes you really recognize where their deepest fears are. Hmm. And that's one of the things, if you listen to former episodes, I'm really good at problem solving, really, really good at problem solving. And so when I hear someone's fear come out, I often shift into my problem solving nature. Like we got this, don't worry about it. Like <laughs> it's okay. Like fears, fear doesn't have to be here forever. You know, like, however, when you really sit down with someone and they start to expose one of the deepest core wounds or pain bodies or challenges that they've been through, you realize it's a little different and we need to spend a little bit more time here. And one of those experiences revolves around the fear to be happy 
the fear to allow happiness within, the fear to do things differently, because what is known right now is certain. If we were to change the way we live, change the way we think, change the way we do things, there is certain uncertainty within that. And a lot of people struggle when there is certain uncertainty. And what do I mean by that? When you know that the way in which you're living doesn't really have a ton of happiness in it. Mm. It doesn't really have those moments where if I were to ask them, and this actually happened, you know, when, when do you find yourself most happy and most fulfilled? And you really sit in that with them. And you see the person on the other side just kind of hang their shoulders and hang their head. And there's that moment that you see happen within them where they realize they're actually digging because they can't remember the last time Mm. that they were happy. And that's happened a lot of the times in conversations that I've had with people who say, Amelia, I need help. Amelia, I would love your perspective on this. And one of the things that tends to bubble itself up in those conversations where you know it's not going into problem solving that's going to help that. It's not. It is sinning in the massive pain and discomfort that having to dig through years of not having one moment of joy bubble up or even worse, having someone on the other end say, well, I love to do X, Y, Z. That was fun. It's like, I didn't talk about that. We weren't talking about that. That wasn't fun. Were you happy? Oh, no. And then they like have these things. Oh, well, this was really cool. It's like, well, did did cool bring you happiness? And then you start to hear the stories of the parts of them that start to come out because they're so sad inside that justify this one moment and try to make, try so hard to make it seem as though that was a happy time in their life. Mm. When you actually ask them, were you really happy? Again, the shoulders hang, the head kind of goes down and you see them just want to burst crying. So because I've seen so much of this and I'm honored to do that, I want to share with our listeners some of the things that not only have I learned But like I said, create a psychologically safe place to know that if that's ever you or when that is, not if, but when, because we have those moments in our life, that number one, you're not alone. And there's a lot of fear that when you think about that one moment where someone's hanging their shoulders, hanging their head, and when they have been asked by a safe person, when was the last time you're happy? They actually are honest for the first time maybe in their entire life, to say, I don't know if I can find a time in the last week, in the last month, in the last three years that was happy. You are not alone. I think there's another part of this too, Em, where when people do have the things that they want, so I'll use myself as an example. For the longest time, I said, you know, I want a happy, loving, fulfilling relationship that lights me up. Mm-hmm. I have that now. I'm so thankful for it. 
and I'm terrified every single day. Mm -hmm. There's that part of me that's like, don't get too comfortable. Don't get too excited. Don't let yourself, you know, really fully believe yet that this is going to last because what if it doesn't? What if this happens? What if that happens? What if this happens? What if that happens? And I think that's a really big thing that disables and disempowers people from being happy. It's, Mm -hmm. I'm so terrified of losing all of these amazing things that I have. So I'm not going to let myself appreciate it or enjoy it or really accept it. Because if I really let myself sink into this and believe that, wow, I do have this thing and let myself feel the happiness and the love and joy of that, I will be destroyed if I lose it. So it's better to live disappointed and to be skeptical than it is to actually let yourself really just feel it and feel that happiness. When you're on a journey of self-discovery or self-rediscovery, it's very important to have a support system in place. And that's where a group like Evolve comes in with their acceptance and advice and different people from different walks of life who can offer different perspectives for you to help you find your self-worth and aid in your journey of wellness. It's important and essential. And that's where, to your point B, I believe we are emotionally numb. There's so many of us out there that are emotionally so disconnected from ourselves in those moments where we could be experiencing happiness and joy and fulfillment because of the parts of us that come up as protective mechanisms. Because if you were to experience happiness and joy, the loss, the perceived loss of that is so unfathomable because it's so far few in between that you have this or that you might have this or you might experience this, that there's so much pressure on the moment to actually experience this joy. So the pressure of don't try to experience happiness, don't try to experience joy, don't try to rearrange your life for more fulfillment, that not trying part doesn't happen. And honestly, for some people, it's been years Mm. because they're so afraid to connect into that emotional part of them that actually can sit with the loss and the joy at the same time. Let's start to pivot this a little bit. So what can people do when they are experiencing that? So let's, let's do, yeah, let's just continue that narrative. Let's say that somebody does have beautiful things in their life, but they're experiencing that discomfort of like, I'm so scared to just let myself feel this. Mm. I have a suggestion. I want you to give yours first. What can people actually start to do? So you kind of just started talking about it a little bit of like sitting, acknowledging the feeling um, and like embracing it. What else would you say on top of that? (sighs) Yeah, I really take it from the lens of 
kind of ACT acceptance and commitment. Um, and I really try to help clients understand number one is to be aware because when you're aware that this pattern is happening, so like the clients that will shrug their shoulders and really search hard or try to build the narrative that they were happy when, when in reality you can see it all over them, they're not, it really starts in accepting all of the years, all the times where they weren't so that they can acknowledge that because I find that clients that try to move forward into coping or problem solving, if they don't accept the past, they have a really hard time. It's kind of like an anchor that gets carried with them forward. Mm. And I do believe it's so important to kind of reprocess the past in a healthy, adaptive way prior to kind of looking at options and ways to problem solve and do things differently. Mm. You? I'm going to go with what Brene Brown had said. So the concept of foreboding joy, which is basically what we're talking about. Um, I heard in one of her uh, audible series Mm -hmm. and what she had said and what the data shows is radical gratitude, like Hmm. enormous amounts of gratitude. So when you're noticing that fear pop up, So the example that she gave is she remembers when her child or her children were young and when they were sleeping and like, I'm sure any parent who's listening to this knows like you go into your kid's room and you see them sleeping and you're like, wow, I'm so thankful for this child. And then all of a sudden you have like this horrific image of something terrible happening to them. (laughs) That's that fear. That's the foreboding joy. The things are too good. I'm scared. Right. So what do you do? Massive gratitude. I'm so thankful for the health of my child. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for the moment that I'm in. I do this all the time. So when I start noticing these fears coming up about, oh my God, is my relationship going to last? Am I going to lose her? Is something terrible going to happen? I recognize that I'm thinking that. I recognize I'm feeling that. I do what Amelia said, which was, acknowledge where this fear is coming from and the past experiences that are leading to this and then just showing enormous gratitude. I am so thankful for this relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for what I get to experience right now. Mm -hmm. The acceptance component of, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I have no idea. We might break up. We might not. I don't know. But right now, here and now, I'm so thankful (laughs) and expressing that gratitude. Definitely. One of the concepts that I've talked to clients with is holding a duality because Mm -hmm. that experience that you just shared, which was like whether it's the going in, seeing your kids sleeping and then also having like a parallel thought that's like, oh, my God, what might happen to them in the future? That's anxiety because you're thinking about the future. The gratitude is in the present and now and holding the duality of the future and the present. That is so that is so potent for being able to work through fears and being happy. I also really want to articulate to our listeners that holding that duality, it's almost like a triality. 
where <laughs> you're also, and this is kind of getting a little bit too complex, but I want to bring this in because for anyone that might connect or resonate with this, I, I do believe it's so important for this topic. The triality, which is the past, the present, and the future, holding all of those three things synonymously together because they're all connected. What we often do is we push out the future. We're just here in the now. We push out the past. We're just here in the now. Or we stay in the past, push out the, the present and the future or vice versa, right? All of those are ways in which we try to handle and navigate our worlds when we can hold the triality of the past, which takes and requires vulnerability, the present, which takes courage and gratitude and the future, which takes a whole different level of vulnerability, gratitude, and humility is what I would say, because Mm -hmm. we don't know. And to have the humility to be able to hold all three of those at the same time, literally what comes is like, okay, what do we do now? And it's not to where it's paralyzing, but to realize that now that I've held that triality, I don't really want the duality. How can we focus on the gratitude? Exactly. There's that acceptance of the past, acceptance of the future, surrendering to the future and being in the now. That is what I believe overcomes the fear of actually trying to be happy. Well said. Episode suggestion? Oh man, that's a deep talk topic. I see, I see. All right. Um, episode suggestion 157, Motivation Monday. What are you paying for happiness? <laughs> 171 motivation monday this is why you struggle to be happy Mm. all right y'all we hope you enjoyed this episode we hope you got all the value and we will see you next time bye everybody We know firsthand how important it is to have a safe space with people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. What's great too is that you don't even need to have your camera or mic on. You can just listen in. Click the link in the show notes to register for the next topic to kickstart your growth. Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every Friday at 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place where you can connect with us live and in a fun, lighthearted way. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses and These are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity.